Your go-to girls, Jill Vanek and Lauren Sherwin, flip the script and give you a weekly dose of career advice, banter, and the insider office gossip. You have all heard the phrase, your go-to guy. We are Are your your go-to girls. It's your go-to girls, Jill and Lauren. We're here today, guys, over... We're doing a little Zoom action. We're doing a little Zoom. Little we're, Zoomy Zoom. We're doing a little Zoomy Zoom. Like, I think the audio is going to be fine, though, because my girl Lauren is literally at the shore. Sort yeah, of I living mean, the dream, but you're working. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if today's episode is going to be all about running a successful remote meeting, then we probably should be able to run a podcast successfully remotely. So let's <laughs> see how this actually works, because... Like you said, I am living down the shore for the next two weeks. So I've been down here since Saturday. And I am spending my time down here. I am currently hanging out in my office setup downstairs while I literally stare at my husband while he is sitting out by the pool on the bay, reading a book, hanging out, laying with Kinnick. And I am in back-to-back work meetings and have been all week. Jer is living the life. But wait, okay. Now, I am not originally from here. So the shore fascinates me. Like, do you get the same house every year? Is it your family house? Like, what's the situation? Yeah. I mean, everybody wants to know because you always hear from the Jersey people or the Philly people, like you're going down the shore for the weekend and everyone's like... And it's not down to the shore. It's just down the shore. Oh, so there's no preposition. No, it's down the shore. Okay. And so we're down here... And Jerry and I rent a house with my, my parents for two weeks in September. So we come down, we have friends that come to visit. One of my best friends from um, Iowa, Susie, just came in for the week. So she was here for a couple of days. Oh, fun. Bama just showed up. So he's here right now. So it's like we have people coming in and out for two weeks. So it's like we'll have friends. We have family come in. We have family friends that'll come in for the day. Jill's coming over on Friday. Love it's it. Like a, yes. It's like a free-for-all down here for two weeks that we have to have so many rent. So fun. Okay. I love it. But everyone is living the life except you are in full work mode, obviously. And it's so hard because with the starting this new job, I don't have that much vacation time. Right. Like, I'm the newbie. So it's not like I can just say like, okay, peace out. I'm taking a two-week vacation. I just started this new job. So yeah, I literally have my double screen set up. I'm in the downstairs area and everybody else is living that vacation life. <sighs> I mean... It's not bad though. I can literally go out. I can literally go out like in the afternoon and like go out and like hang out by the bay and go for walks on the beach and take the dog for walks early in the morning. Like it's not, I'm, I'm acting like this is a banquet. No, it's amazing. I just think, I think September is a good month to go down. It's a great month because everyone's back in school. Nothing's really busy. The only problem is there's a lot of things that aren't open. So like if you're going to different stores or restaurants oh, and stuff, okay. a lot of because it's out of season, so they like don't want to have workers because no one's working. And then two, they like are not open now at off season. Right. Okay. Because I'm so I'm going to get down to see Lauren, obviously, but I'm going for a bachelorette in Cape May tomorrow. So Yeah, so what's what's your guys like plan? Like what's on the agenda? So honestly, this seems like the coolest bachelorette. So this is one of my good, good girlfriends from high school. So I've known her for a while, but honestly, Lauren, I call her the mayor of Philadelphia. It, I mean, Amy Gorman, shout out. She shout knows, out. shout out, we can't walk down the street. No joke. She doesn't know five people. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, Yeah, she's one of those people. Yeah. 
one of those people grew up here, such a good networker. And like, that sounds cheesy, but you know what I'm saying? Like just knows everyone. Yeah. So she has about 825 cousins, like no joke. Um, and they're all super tight. Um, and they used to go down to Sea Isle every year. Like I used to go visit her at Sea Isle, but we're doing Cape May, getting a huge Airbnb and just doing like a happy hour. We're doing a boat ride. We're doing brunch. So people are just coming in and out sort of like, like your house, like just doing whatever, you know, they can do. So it'll be fine. That's the way to do That's the way to do a bachelorette. Yeah. So it's, it's no pressure. People are coming down whenever. It'll just be such a good time. Like whoever's there at that moment, it'll be great. Yeah. And it's like, you don't have to go to a destination. Like you're just like going. Right. Well, I was, I was bummed because originally she was, she was supposed to get married before COVID. Yeah. Originally we were supposed to go to Savannah, Georgia, which oh. I've never been. Okay. I want to do a ghost tour. So bad. I'm such a loser. I really to see what. You no, know, in Savannah, like the big thing to do is like do like a ghost tour. Like I don't I, know at night. I want to do it. I did a ghost tour with Jared in St. Augustine in a lighthouse, and I was so disrespectful in the ghost tour. I got asked to leave. Wait, what do you mean? What did you do? <laughs> so we got like those meters, and we had like little lights, and we were in this oh, like, lighthouse. Legit, like the energy. And they were like, you want the meter to like see if there's like activity and jared's like a huge um he's like a huge ghost hunters guy on like the he's super into it so i was like all right we'll go in st augustine and we got this little like thing and it would be like the meter well one we're in a lighthouse and it's so loud there's like 50 people on this tour so all you hear is everyone just climbing the steps of the lighthouse so that i was like what is this joke like this is such a joke right and like a ghost is not going to come out then sorry not coming out when 50 people are climbing the stairs of a huge ass lighthouse and you're like out of breath you can't breathe and you're like what are we doing then we go into the house next door that's supposed to be haunted and we're in the house or whatever and they said the ghost name was like peter like peter was the ghost that was in the house okay so i start going around the little thing and i just go peter peter where are you peter 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 where are you and just start screaming it throughout the house. So I was disrespectful before. You got the boot. I was asked to leave. Now, Peter might have come home with me. And <laughs> I, who knows if Peter stole my life. But yes, I'm not a great person to go on a ghost. Okay. Okay. I mean, it sounds like a no, but do you believe in ghosts at all? I mean, I do. Like, I do like... I do believe in ghosts. But to what extent I have no... I don't right. really have... Like you like didn't I, I believe think, in Peter. Like my grandmother and my grandfather, I believe are a presence. Yeah. Now, have I seen them? No. Right. Are they a presence? Yes. Um, no, I get I it. Manifest them? No. You know what I mean? Right. I think it's more like signs, but I always, if I think about it too hard, and this is what a freak I am, I have... I have a lot of struggles. I grew up Catholic, as we have talked about, as we, you, you, have, yeah. as we both have. So it's one bread, like one body. One bread, one, one body. body. Wait, oh my what's God. your favorite church hymn? Favorite oh, no, church hymn. that is it. I tell everyone that must be sung at all times. One bread, one um, body, 100%. See, what's like yours? Um, on Eagle of Wings is one of my favorite, but it's a funeral song. I mean, it's, a, it's like... But it's, it's a good you one. You know when you're going, it's a good one. raise you up. On eagles' wings, make you on the breath of dawn. Wait, make oh my you. Everyone who's not Catholic is like, you guys are a part of a cult, like full no, of. No, for sure. I mean, there's just so many classics, and then Song of Saint Francis. Oh I mean, yeah, just so many good ones. There's so many that like you kind of belt out, and you remember. Like I remember being in third grade choir, but I have so many mixed feelings about what happens to us when we die. Obviously, we don't know, but like. 
don't you ever go down a rabbit hole sometime and you're like, my grandparents are dead. Can they see me showering right now? Do you know what I'm I saying? Go, I go down a rabbit hole of like, how much are they involved? Right. Like, are they like, like God? Like, are they around all times? Like when yeah. I'm sad, like where are they? Like right. what, what are they doing? Right. Or obviously is it us just trying to control the situation and make ourselves feel better? Do you believe And in they're me? in the ground. Do, Do you I believe? believe? Um... Interesting. I've never been to a meeting. I want to. Like, I feel like I'd be open to it. Yeah, for sure. I'd love to have a medium on the podcast. Oh, I think we should. And I love all that stuff though. Like at psychics, medium, like getting my cards read. Like who knows oh, see, what the deal is, but see, I love I don't. It. Oh, I think see, it's I don't fun. Know. See, like I got my palm read when I was down in Sedona for a girl's trip and yeah. I am mortified. What? Wait, what did they tell you? Like they look at your palms and they're like... um, they looked at it and then they were like, one, I don't know. I think the lady was a hope. Like, I don't think this lady was legit. Well, but they right, were like, I mean, I mean, they did tell me like, oh, you're going to have another really important person in your life. That wasn't Jer. Okay. Um, Maybe it was me. Was, was they it said I was going to, yeah, they were said they were, I did ask that question. I was like, was it a man? And they were like, yes, but it could be a figure within work or it could be like something, but there will be a dominant male figure in their life that'll have a major impact. And I okay. was like, Okay, well, what does that mean? Right. Um, she was like, You have two beautiful children. And I was like, I don't have any kids. Um, oh, she, she said it like you had them like, already. She's like, You will have two beautiful children. They'll be boys and you'll be pregnant by December. So it was like, Homie was changing her tune pretty quickly. And yeah. I will just say this right now it is September 16th while we were recording this, and I am not with child. So I don't know. So that psychic has about three months to pony up. Yeah. So or we brought our back. money back. Yeah. Or yeah. So she just like put my palms together and read them, but I'm like, I, and then it, and then it freaks me out. And then I called Jared. I was like, Oh my God, like we're going to like, this is it for us. We're never going to make it long term. And he's like, you're fucking whack. He's like, you're so whack. <laughs> he's like, stop listening to a random person on the street. Right. Who's reading your palms, who came from the Marriott in Sedona yes. and was a massage therapist that we had come over and read our palms. Right. Exactly. No, yep. I love this idea though. I think we should get, you know what I really want to do for us one time? I want us to like get our birth charts read and like do yes. some, I, we need to do some stuff like that. That would be so fun. We need to know why we are the way we are. Oh, big time. Every time I go to like a psychic or just for fun, like I was at the Alaska State Fair, no joke. We're like, oh, let's get our tarot cards read. I swear to God, Lauren, they all say the same thing. They're like, this is a good time to be single. You're going to be by yourself for a while. I was like, um, bye. Like, yeah, bye. I could have told you that. You know what I mean? Yeah, we got that. Thanks a lot. Yeah, like, Thanks a lot for pulling those cards. Exactly. Um, so yeah, we're, we're going to get that. We're going to make that happen for the podcast. Okay. Something else we have to talk about. Number one, because most of our girls who listen are in Philly. Like, uh, hi, can we talk about the flood? Like, we need to discuss that. Like Hurricane yeah. Ida. What? It went right through my backyard. It's insane. Tornadoes or floods or both? Tornadoes. And floods. That's nuts. So we had a little bit of water in our basement. I mean, not much, just a little bit of water in the basement. And then we literally watched the tornado go like around us into Mullica Hill, New Jersey, where it destroyed those homes. Yeah. I mean, we literally were inside my house and we're like, okay, we need to probably take cover here. Like, this is not good. Like the yeah. sky, Jerry felt like he was back. He's like, I feel like I'm back in Illinois. 
like the Midwest where like this is normal because this is not normal for Jersey what we just experienced. I was going to say, so I lived in Alabama for a while, like when we were growing up or when I was growing up and like tornadoes are like, no big deal. Just go in the basement. Like you knew how to deal with it. So I'm sure the same in Illinois, you know? Yeah. You just knew what to do and like how to deal with it. Like here, we're like in full blown fucking panic. Here, it's nuts. So my apartment is right next to the Schuylkill. Well, this dump dump of a building that I'm leaving in March, but yes, um, it's right by the Schuylkill. And of course we have... Now again, these are first world problems. Like everyone's fine, but we have no doorman at night, like no security, even though I pay for it. Okay. You pay for security during the day? Oh, we used to have 24-7 doorman and security. Now it's literally five hours. You don't even have like a door person like to welcome you anymore at your apartment. They got rid of the table. Yeah. They, They removed everything. That's a whole other can of worms. But there was no one there in the middle of the night. It would have been been an easy fix. All they needed to do was shut the door, seal the bottom. No one was here. The entire lobby, entire gym, conference room, everything flooded. It is a cluster down there. And so like you guys have no, you can't use any of the facilities. Can't use anything. But basically, I can't even imagine New Orleans. Like we no. got like such a little amount, like the brunt of it, thousands or a hundred miles later. I can't even imagine New Orleans. I can't imagine people who live in like Tornado Alley and like deal with this on a regular no. basis. No. Like when I was prepping for hurricanes when I lived in Florida, that was a weird thing, like just going through the preparation. Yeah. But I cannot imagine preparing for tornadoes at all different times of your life. Yeah. Like that just being a normal occurrence that you have to deal with. I know. And I guess when, I mean, I guess no matter where you live, it's something. But I was like, yeah, this is, Schuylkill ain't built for this. Like there were, there were well, dumpsters. How about people who are jumping? I mean, the guy who did the backflip into the Schuylkill. First of all, that person, right. Don't even worry about COVID, sir. You are absolutely going to die of uh, E. coli, some bacteremia. You're disgusting. No. You're, yeah, you're not making it. That is absolutely someone who I would date. Like, guarantee. (laughs) Absolutely my wheelhouse. Wait, speaking of, where are you going this weekend after the Bachelorette? So going to the Bachelorette, and I'm going to DC with Ryan. We are going to the PLL, which stands for Premier Lacrosse League Championship Game. So he used so to play lacrosse. For as all we know. of our lady listeners and our few of our males, if we don't remember, Ryan is Jill's ex that we did the session with. Yes. And Jill and Ryan are spending the day together. Yes. And as we're going friends. to, yeah, no, straight up friends. It's going to be so fun. We're going to the lacrosse game. He knows a bunch of people, obviously, because he played, he coaches. I actually do know a few people just from like whatever life and hanging around. So it's going to be fun. Do you think he's inviting you to try to get back in? Oh, zero, zero, zero. No. Okay. Oh my God. Okay. We talk every day. No. He's like, you're an annoying little sister. I'm like, mm, bye. Yeah. Bye. It's, it's no, we're just going. It'll be so much fun. I love it. That's awesome. Maybe I'll meet a lax bra. Maybe a lax bra in the rainbows, like ready to go. Bra. I mean, bra. I don't even know. Let's maybe lax I, it off, bra. Maybe I've outgrown lax bros. We'll see when I get down there. We'll see what you do. Let's see what mischief you get into at the lax tourney. Well, also, they're all 25. They're going to be like, hey, old lady, bye. You know? Well, I mean, it has never stopped you before. No, that is true, actually. That is my wheelhouse. About never 12 stopped. years younger is my, my sweet spot. <laughs> so. Like, this is where, this is where I'm landing right here. <laughs> This is where I'm landing. It really is. Wow. That's a whole other episode to unpack. Okay. Before we get down to business though, I have to ask you. I'm not even embarrassed to say it. I was glued to the TV. Mm, Let's talk Met Gala. Let's talk talk Kardashian. Oh, okay. 
So I thought Kendall was by far the most unreal looking person on that on that red carpet. She's not even human. She's stunning. Now stunning. Stunning. Did I think okay? I, if the theme was American, Americana, I think a lot of people had cool interpretations. I liked, I thought J-Lo understood the assignment. Like the cowboy. See, I thought she was a cool take on Americana. Because she was supposed to be like a take on a cowboy? Right. Or like, you know what I would have loved to have seen too? And I actually was talking to my friend about this. I would have loved to see someone do like denim. Like a whole denim. Like American. a Britney Spears, Justin right, Timberlake, like get back denim look. Cool, campy feel on that. Somewhere so... Okay, here's my biggest pet peeve. All these Gen Zers. Now, shout out, love a Gen Zer, right? But everyone was like, oh my God, Addison Ray, Like she was the best dressed. Mm, we could have looked like that. No, the Met is meant to be big. Like Iman was amazing. Like right. Addison Ray just looked pretty. Like that's not right. the assignment. She you had know? her... Bustier on, red right. going. She was just like any old day, like any red carpet. The exactly. Met is supposed to be over the top. Right. But let's talk about what's not over the top. Uh, Kimmy? Okay, Kim. Okay. okay. I, well, Kim Kardashian. What? Kim Kardashian West. What is happening? You know what? I, and I feel like people want to give her too much credit. Like Balenciaga. First of all, get an American designer for whatever the Met. It, the whole theme is the Americana. But anyway, I think people almost want to make her out to be your like smarter than she was like, Oh, how groundbreaking. She wore a black t-shirt. I, what? Well, her whole thing was t-shirt from head to toe. What's more Americana than t-shirt? Mm, a lot. That's what like apple pie. Like, I Show that. your face. I yeah. I just, I didn't. And there was really nothing behind the statement. I don't know. I did not like it at all. Well, what color would you wear than that? What color? I mean, I think it would depend on the theme, like truly like trying to get into it. Would, it. You would have won jeans. You would have went a full jean. I was disappointed that no one went full out like denim. Like it could have been such a cool campy look. I was bummed no one went full out red wings. Like in some way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stars, that could I wanted cool to too. see someone go ridiculously right. red wings. And I thought even like, obviously she wasn't like the most exciting, but like Billie Eilish, like channeling Marilyn Monroe. That yes. was cool. Like that, that was, was cool. Yeah. Oh, the mess. One well, day I love that. how you and I are like, I am no fashion critic. Literally, I'm sitting here in black leggings and a sweater from 1984. So cool. Same. We're getting ready for <laughs> virtual meetings. And this is what we're looking like. And this is what we do. And we're going to talk about how you can run a successful Zoom meeting right yes. now because we've been a part of some of the Zoom meetings. And let's just say they're a little bit ye- yeesh. Yeah. So... Lauren and I were talking and of course we talk about, you know, what points we want to hit on, what we want to discuss. And we were like, uh, bingo, like, hi, these meetings can be a straight train wreck. And and like you said, we're in them all day. So guys, there's actually a science as to how to have a good productive meeting and word up. If you can run a productive meeting, like your boss is going to notice. Like it's actually a skill you should acquire immediately. Yeah. And I think one of the first things you need to be aware of when you are going into these meetings and running a successful meeting is setting clear expectations and roles of what that meeting is going to look like. I will give you guys a hint. One of the best things I ever learned during my time at Disney was every meeting that I was in, any calendar invite I sent, always had to have the three P's in it. The purpose, the process, and the payoff. So what was the purpose of the meeting? What was the process for the meeting? Who was going to run it? what was coming out of it, and then what was the payoff. If you couldn't identify the three Ps in your meeting invite, you shouldn't be scheduling a meeting. 
because then you those people who were on the invite knew like, okay, this is something I should be a part of. I definitely need to be a part of this process. I definitely need to be involved in this or this is something I don't need to be a part of. I can send someone else. But clearly defining those expectations for why you're having the meeting, especially in a virtual world to set people up for success, I think is huge. I literally love every single thing you just said. Like I love the three Ps. I actually think I'm going to steal that. Like I'm not kidding because, you know, I think... To your point, Lauren, the worst thing is how many meetings have we been on? And, and I know the answer is quite literally going to be thousands where you show up and you haven't done your homework and you can't bring anything to the table during the meeting because you don't know what it's about. You, you have no idea. Like you're just on this random call. You know what I mean? So For sure. it's, it's so, so huge. I so, brought it to my new role at yeah. my new job. And let me tell you, it is amazing the feedback that I've gotten from people who are like, wait, I can't believe that you actually do that. It, it's awesome because you're, it just makes total sense. Like who's owning the process. There are so many times I'll be in a meeting and we work at big corporations. Yeah. No one knows who's running it, who's responsible for action items, like all that stuff. So it's really great. And exactly what Lauren just said, don't be afraid to play with this and say, Hey, I have a suggestion or say to your boss, can I implement this? Or what do you think about this? Because again, I think a lot of times we feel like, Oh, everyone's smarter than me or knows what they're doing or they've been in the company longer. So like you can always bring new ideas to the table. So I really like that. And I like think that. it says something about you when you come ready and prepared. Like it says something about you as a person that you're prepared to run that meeting. You have the expectations. So if you are the one setting up the meeting, you need to be ready to MC, run the meeting and have the details ready to go. Love There's it. nothing worse than, okay, who's running the meeting or what's happening? And you just show up. And like, right. you're the one that actually set the agenda or set schedule it. Right. And you have to be prepared like that. And it's a phrase my dad says all the time that I literally use more than I think I should is he's like, follow the six P's. And the, the P's are like, prior preparation prevents piss poor performance. Like you have to put the work in because you're just going to fall on your face. If, if, don't forget you know. all the P's. Don't all the forget P's. the P's. The P's are huge. Um, okay. Second tip for you guys this should seem like a no brainer. But with all of us being remote, there is always an issue with technology. Always. So make sure you know how to use the meeting platform that you are hosting the meeting on, whether that be Zoom, whether it be Teams, whether it be Skype. Make sure you know how to give someone else control, how to access the host feature, how to assure people can put something in the chat, play around with it, make sure you know how to use that platform because trust me, that could eat up about 10 minutes of your time trying to get everyone on the same page. Yeah. And the other thing around that is like, turn the cameras on. Like be ready, whatever virtual platform you are using, you have to be prepared to turn your camera on and to be present. I will tell you the days where I don't, I'm just not present in those meetings and I'm not providing as much. And I think it just says something about you, especially me being a newer employee, having that FaceTime with these my new employees in a virtual environment is huge. Yeah, it really is. And even now, Lauren and I are, are doing Zoom, obviously, but we have our cameras on. And, you know, I, I forget the exact statistic, but they say something like what, like 80 or 70% of communication is nonverbal. And, mm-hmm. and even now, like, you can tell when someone's about to take a pause or when they're done their thought or or just there's so much you can tell with body language that when you're blank screens, it just makes the communication so much harder. So, so much harder. I love that tip. So another tip too, you know, this is never going to be the case when you need to be at your computer, when you're showing slides, but something that my office 
has started to do specifically one-on-ones. My boss and I will do remote meetings, um, our one-on-ones when we are both out like walking the dog or doing something outside. Now, this is not every meeting. You obviously need access to your phone, to your computer for a lot of these bigger meetings. But if you don't need a screen, guys, truly going outside for a walk every day, like studies show it actually helps you clear your thought process. It's going to give you, it's going to make you think better and smarter. I know that sounds crazy, but you need that time outside just to like sort of clear the air. It just totally. lets you concentrate more. Like I will never forget, I read one time. If you have to have a serious discussion with someone, like say you and I were like in a fight and we needed to have, you know, like hash it out. They say, take a walk or drive. So you're side by side and Mm -hmm. you can walk. It's less confrontational, less aggressive. You both feel like you can get your thoughts out. I thought that was just super interesting. Like that. I think that making that effort, there was when I first started this new job, I was sitting at my desk from like eight to seven and I was just cranking all day long. And I realized it was so unhealthy for me because I wasn't taking those breaks because I always wanted to be available on top of things. Right. But in the end, it was even more hurtful for me. So trying to be intentional about getting the workout in the morning, taking the dog for walks, getting out of the house, especially because we're going in the fall season, it's just so important to set you up for success, I feel like, than just running all day ragged. And then there's like no turning things off anymore. I mean, you're available 24-7 now. People are working at all different times with kids being home and changing up schedules. So I think having that time to allow for you to be outside or to go for a walk is absolutely imperative. Yeah, agree so, so much. And, and you can't feel guilty about it. As long as you set those boundaries, your boss knows where you are. And again, not that he or she needs to know where you are every second of the day, but just your general parameters. You know, yeah. I think one of my favorite tips, and I know we read about this more in Forbes too, was that one of the biggest advantages, I think, to... I think one of the biggest disadvantages to remote work is just user engagement and people actually be engaged in what we're saying and engaged in the conversation. Yeah. I think it's a huge, huge dissatisfaction that we have right now. So when yeah. you're having these meetings, you think about it. I think a lot of us are in back-to-back-to-back Zoom meetings all day or WebEx meetings or whatever platform you're in. And it can get absolutely exhausting. So how are you switching up the meeting to actually provide engagement during that? Are you doing polls? Are you using the chat? Are you using the whiteboard feature? There's so many amazing features that these different WebEx, different Zoom platforms have. How are you utilizing to create a different feel for your meeting and to actually get some difference in engagement? Yeah. And I really do like that, Lauren. So I was in a meeting last week and our company as a whole or our department is dealing with COVID has had, of course, a domino effect and a drug that we use in our studies is being used to treat COVID and there's a global shortage. So it is causing complete issues. And it's a heavy meeting. You know, you're really fired up about certain things. And during the middle of it, they had built in a break where we all said what Netflix show we were binging. Mm. And it sounds crazy, but it was something that every single person can give you an answer for that. And it just sort of cleared the air and let you move on to a different subject. So like you said, the engagement. So off of that, next tip we have for you is really establishing meeting etiquette. Now, I don't mean when you are the brand new person on the team, you go in and rule with an iron fist and say, Joe, you're not talking until now or Susie, be quiet. What I mean is start to adapt. Number one, learn the culture and then you can adapt from there. There are many meetings where they ask for Q&A not to be presented till the end. There are many presenters who want to get through the whole slide deck. There are more informal meetings where they say, please add to the discussion, interject. 
act. Just know what the etiquette is. And if you're running the meeting, feel free to establish that etiquette. People want to know. Um, Make sure people are muted on their mics. Like just, again, kind of simple stuff like that. Well, no. And I think too, just setting that expectation of what that etiquette is and how the communication style is going to run is huge and really imperative. I think the other piece of that is in establishing that meeting etiquette is also what's the agenda for the meeting and setting that ahead of time. Like what are people supposed to bring? Are you supposed to be prepared? Is there a deck that's going to be shared? Like having that agenda out there a few days ahead of time to get people set or scheduling a pre-meeting to have those expectations set for a big client presentation or whatever you're doing, I think is a really big piece to be successful. Again, preparation is everything. Yeah. I, I learned that tip from a boss a while ago, the agenda. Like, so every meeting I run, I have an agenda and I can't tell you how helpful it is to keep people on track. And it also then allows you to wrangle people in to say, okay, Jim, we're going to parking lot that that's not on our agenda. Or, you know what I mean? It gives you a guideline that I think is invaluable. Um, Off of that too, the other thing guys, you know, I feel like at some points, there's a lot of pressure to the more the merrier. In meetings, the more the less merry. No, you want to invite the right people who have decision-making power, who have something to say, and who need to be involved. It is not time for every Dick, Jane, Tom, and Harry to be in the meeting. Because again, the smaller the meeting, the more shit you're going to get done. Like it it just is what it is. You know what I mean? And then... I think it just become it's become too like meeting fatigue. Like if you don't yeah. need to be there or you don't want to be there or you don't have the right people there, you're, it's just not going to be successful and people are just over it. Yeah, exactly. It's people are really over it. And it's in fact, in my company, Lauren, I know, you know, the people with more studies or more things going on, it'll be common and it shouldn't be for one of my coworkers to literally have two computers set up and she'll be on two, even three meetings at the same time. That's too what? You're not absorbing anything. Yeah. How is it even possible? It's just, I, I don't think it is. I mean, again, she has a very prominent role within the company, but that is not efficient or effective by any stretch of the means. And that's not on her. I'm not blaming her. I just think the system with all of these meetings and remote and, and just, you know, during COVID, it, it, that is not an effective use of time. So, yeah really think about that as well. It's not just you have a bigger lens in terms of who needs to be invited. I think one of my final tips that I want to share is make your meetings fun. Yeah. Like yeah. bring some energy, bring some fun to your meetings, bring some... I mean, the energy levels that I've just been seeing on meeting, it was virtual meetings lately has been so low. It's so disengaging where yeah. you can bring a certain energy level or fun to your meeting. I actually was just in this one meeting where the person had a theme for the meeting where you came as like a theme where it was like, uh, wear college t-shirt theme day on a Friday or something where it was just yeah. little things. But just trying to do something creative to change things up a bit and make things a little bit more fun and engaging. I mean, totally. So much, there's just so much fatigue right now. It, there's so much fatigue. And what I really like off of your point, Lauren, too, is it kind of goes back to human nature. Like in this world of remote, it's really, really hard to connect. You're not at the water cooler. You're not at the printer. So like, think about it. Number one, do this selfishly. Now, you know, bringing up the Netflix and what show you're binging. Okay, now maybe there's a coworker who I kind of don't have the best relationship that I want to talk to, right? I could Absolutely. say, 
oh my God, did you see the latest episode of Nine Perfect Strangers? What did you think? It's again, it's a vulnerability. It's a wall. The more you get to know someone, the better your relationship is. Plus, why I say selfishly, think about it. If you know someone, you're going to be less of an asshole when you respond to them. So if I get to know someone, they're not going to be like, wow, Jill, you're a moron. They're actually going to be, they're going to take the extra step or maybe say something in a better way or take me aside to teach me something. If, uh, unless, you know what I'm saying? Like build that relationship. It's going to help you. 100% agree. 100% agree with that. Love it. I mean, I think those were some, those are some legit tips. I really wish I knew a lot of those when I was in my early 20s. I'm not kidding. I just wish I would be more like, I think in our careers, what we've learned is the intentionality is really important. I just yeah. wish I was more intentional in when I was starting off my career and how I was communicating, the way I wish I was representing myself, how I was showing up to meetings. Yeah. And I think in this virtual environment, it's more important than ever of that professionalism that you have to bring. And I'm not saying you have to be fully suited up from the top up every single meeting that you're right. in. But I think that we need to be more intentional around what presence are we showing and what type of persona are we creating through our virtual presence? I think it's huge. Absolutely. And I like that word. I feel like that's the word of the the podcast, intentionality. Like intentionality. you're so right. Just, oh. And if one more person says pivot to me, I'm going to lose my mind at work. Really? I like we pivot, don't use that a lot. Oh, we're going to pivot to virtual. We're going to pivot. Everything's about pivoting. And oh, I'm really? like ready to lose my mind if I hear the word pivot one more time. Oh, see, everyone has a pet peeve word. Okay, we'll have to talk about that. Like, watch out for the pivot. Oh my God, pivot, parking lot's a big one. Put a pin in it. Oh my God. Put a pin in it. Pin in it. We'll figure it out later. Put a pin in it. Yeah, it's like, no thanks. I don't want to figure it out. God help us all. Oh my my God. God. I can't. I can't. Okay, I love it. Zoom app. You're at the shore. I mean, do it. Do your thing. Um, I love that we were still able to record, even though, you know. Always. And I can't wait to see you on Friday when you come visit down the shore. It'll be so, so fun. Guys, you know the drill. Please check us out. Rate, review, five stars. It really helps us, guys. Number one, we love to see your comments. But number two, it sort of builds it up in Apple. Like the more reviews you get, the more like published you are or like widespread or yes. whatever you get. We need people the love. can see you more. Show us the love, people. Show us the love. Um, more exciting things coming our way. Follow us on Instagram at GoToGirlsPodcast. Follow us on our website at GoToGirlsPodcast.com. You know, like all the Do things. what you got to do. I mean, seriously. Check out the GoToGirls. Thank you guys always for your continued support. And get ready because the live event is coming to Philadelphia. It is coming. We're going to have news on that next episode. We are going to have news. We're going to have dates. We're going to have everything coming your way. So check us out. DM us. You know, let us know what you love, what you don't love. And we'll be in your ears next week. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Bye. Bye.